0: I'm really beginning to feel the tingle of Christmas right now. Hey, my name is Andy Elms and alongside my wife Gina, we have the privilege of being the senior pastors of Family Church. And Family Church meet in different locations at different times around the area here in Hampshire and just beyond. And we want to welcome you again. And we hope today is creating for you that tingle of Christmas time. Now, what we've purposed to do, me and my wife, and actually my wife, Gina, has helped me to do this, is to enjoy the Christmas season. Now, I don't know about you, I'm a real in-the-moment man, which means I'm in a the moment, then I move to the next thing. I'm in a movement, I'm the next thing. And I've realised over many years now, I've actually missed a lot of enjoying Christmas because I didn't really join in till about early hours of Christmas morning. But this year... My wife, Gina, said to me, come on, let's enjoy the season. So we've got carols playing in-house, extra special effort with for Christmas lights, and there's a season to be enjoyed. And we want to say on behalf of Family Church to each and everyone, especially our guests, however you're going to enjoy Christmas this year, we pray that it's a great Christmas for you and your family. Now, I'm only going to take a few moments, so kids and adults, I know we've given chocolate to adults, and we can blame the children, but uh, adults and chocolates do about the same amount of result there. So a Merry Christmas to each and every one, and we want to invite you to join us next Sunday as we continue to sing some carols together. My simple question today is how can we protect ourselves from disappointment? this Christmas? That's a good question, isn't it? How can we protect ourselves from disappointment this Christmas? Because there's many things that can give you an opportunity for disappointment. I've given a little bit of a top three, a top four. Number one is when you try to copy a turkey recipe from uh, a chef on TV and you do everything he did But what comes out of your oven doesn't look like what came out of his. That can be a disappointment. Number two, not getting the presents that you hoped for. But on behalf of all the men, yes, we find socks very useful. (laughs) Very useful. But deep within every adult man, there's a little child that wanted Lego. I'm just going to tip you off. Number three... It's when certain family members can't be around. We've got that as a family. Some of our kids live abroad. And sometimes it's just that little bit disappointing, little bit sad when your family members can't be with you. But it's just as disappointed when some of your family members are and they don't behave. That can really bring an edge to Christmas that could be compared as disappointing. Let's face it, other trimmings for Christmas that make Christmas what it is, seem to be experiencing certain cutbacks as well. I remember when I was a boy, which was a long, long time ago, you bought a box of Quality Street, and it was filled to the brim with chocolate. Anybody remember those days? Well done, Cadbury's and Nestle. You've kept them under a fiver, but when you open the box of chocolates, this time next year, we're going to be down to one layer at the bottom. <laughs> at the rate they're going, at the rate they're losing chocolate every year, in about three years' time, there's going to be one chocolate in every big family box. And I don't know about you, when I open that box of chocolates, even though I only paid 4 99 for it, I look in the box, deep in the box, And I go, oh, that's disappointing. So there's many things that can cause disappointment at Christmas. And I want to give you the key, just in a few moments, the key to avoiding disappointment. And it's this, it's really simple. Keep the main thing the main thing. If you keep the main thing the main thing, whatever happens with the trimmings and the other stuff of Christmas... Even though it may be great, may be disappointing, your Christmas will be a fulfilled Christmas. Okay, the next question obviously is what is the main thing? Well, we believe as followers of Jesus that the main thing is about Jesus Christ, born in a manger 2,000 years ago, sent from heaven to earth to save us from our sins. To give us hope, to give us peace, and to give us joy that nothing in this world can give. As it's been quoted already, it says in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, Speaking of Jesus, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. The government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. If you want... A Christmas that's not disappointing, leave Jesus in the center of the manger, keep Jesus in the center of your Christmas. Now, we know that that's the best thing because it's Christ Mass. All you do when you remove Christ is you're left with a mass or even a mess. But it just seems like everyone in society today is trying to remove Jesus from Christmas. I'm sorry, I'm never going to call it happy holidays, because this whole season is about Jesus Christ being born in a manger to come and help us, save us, give us life's worth living. Now, it seems that so much is trying to take that which is central to Christmas, Jesus. Now don't get me wrong, I'm not the Grinch, I'm not Captain Killjoy, I'll eat my fair share of chocolate, give me some figgy pudding, whatever that is. Gonna sing my songs, gonna, I'm already plowing through Christmas movies because we're making most of the season. Sin Polar Express, lining up Elf for this afternoon, I am in but none of those things replace who Jesus is. Because the moment we lose Jesus from Christmas, it's just another bank holiday and it's too good to do that. There's a strange phenomenon happening in the world today and uh, when you look at the world, we shouldn't be surprised. It's kind of breaking to bits, isn't it? But there's a new phenomenon and it's called Stolen Baby Jesus Syndrome. I know, right? Isn't that shocking? It's real. You could check it out on your phones. Baby Jesus stolen syndrome. All around America, people are stealing Jesus from nativity sets. Churches are putting nativity sets outside their buildings. I know I shouldn't laugh, but it is funny, isn't it? People are stealing. There's this syndrome where people are stealing. Not the shepherds. Not the donkey, not the angels, they're stealing baby Jesus from nativities. And this is happening all across America and I was looking online and people are not happy, especially one shepherd, I hope we've got some AV. Listen to what happened in Texas, this sheriff wasn't happy.
1: Parker County Sheriff says he won't be forgiving of the woman who stole a baby Jesus statue from a couple's nativity scene. The couple had just finished setting it up and thankfully they also bought, set up a camera and they got a good, clear look at the young woman in all black with face paint and a hoodie stealing the centerpiece of their nativity. Fox 4's Allison Harris spoke with that couple and with the sheriff. Allison's at the Sheriff's Department in Weatherford. Allison. Heather and Steve, the sheriff here in Parker County is taking this very seriously. He says if this is a joke, it's not funny. He says he and his deputies will turn over every rock until they find this baby Jesus figure and have it returned. It's the baby Jesus, so who in the world wants to steal something like that? The sheriff in Parker County has named the stealing of a baby Jesus statue from a nativity scene at a home in northeast Parker County near Azel, captured on camera. THE CRIME OF THE WEEK. JESUS PREACHED, AS I RECALL, FORGIVENESS FOR YOUR SINS. SO I'M ASSUMING THAT uh, HE WOULD FORGIVE THE LADY FOR HER sin. I'M JUST NOT QUITE THAT FORGIVING. THE WASHBURNS BOUGHT THE NATIVITY FOR A THOUSAND DOLLARS AFTER BEING GIFTED THE STABLE BY A NEIGHBOR WHO MOVED. THEY HAD JUST SET IT UP WITH THEIR GRANDCHILDREN SATURDAY AND ADDED A SECURITY CAMERA, JUST IN CASE, WITHIN A FEW HOURS AROUND 8 O'CLOCK. IT WAS MORE OF A SHOCK, I GUESS, IT WAS LIKE, ALREADY, YOU KNOW? ONE OF THE DISPLAY LIGHTS MAKES IT A LITTLE HARD TO SEE AT TIMES, BUT THE YOUNG WOMAN, OR POSSIBLY A TEENAGE GIRL, WAS DRESSED IN ALL BLACK, WITH BLACK UNDER HER EYES. SHE crept UP, APPARENTLY WITH A CELL PHONE IN HER RIGHT HAND, AND knelt DOWN BEFORE MARY AND JOSEPH and took the baby Jesus away from the manger. She just came straight up and just just picked it up and took it off, and it's like, oh. So when we came out and looked, I felt it looked like, it, it was so sad. Everybody was looking down and, and, and Jesus was gone, and it was like, it was just sad. We've decided that she needed Jesus more than we did. This man put that out there for the whole neighborhood to enjoy. And the first rattle out of the box, somebody comes by and does this. The sheriff says Parker County does not look kindly on this, offering a $1,000 reward and floating possible charges of criminal mischief and theft. Now, what this is all about, I don't know, but I intend to try to find out. The sheriff says he believes that this woman acted alone, that she was by herself. The couple, the Washburns, say that they have forgiven her and they just want baby Jesus back. Parker County Sheriff says he won't
0: be forgiven. There you go. That's a major crime, isn't it? I mean, Jesus was stolen. The sheriff's not happy. Jesus may forgive them, but he's not. But also, Jesus is worth a thousand bucks if you can find him. The good news is that you can find Jesus for nothing by receiving him into your heart. So this, this could only happen in America, right, in Texas. No, it's happening all over America, from New York through Virginia, Carolina to Florida. People were stealing baby Jesus. Here's another clip for you. Oh, the blatant sin of it, look. And that's how it's done, ladies and gentlemen. If you're going to steal Jesus from the manger, you just go and snatch him out of it. The shepherds can't stop you, apparently. The wise men aren't that wise because they didn't see you coming. So, this is actually a syndrome in our world today stolen baby syndrome. Now apparently the experts, because you always refer the experts or go to Google, one of the two, say that sometimes it's stolen and other times he's replaced with other things. Apparently Yoda has appeared in the manger. Other Disney characters have appeared in the manger. And other times he's stolen and there's just a space left. The police say that sometimes this is because of vandalism, sometimes because of devilish vandalism, other times because people just want Jesus in their living room with them at home. Now, the Jesus that they stole from Texas was probably about five foot. That's a big Jesus to have in your living room. Now, the funny thing is, that's laughable and please England, let's not get into stealing baby Jesus syndrome, all right? Let's not go there. But what's interesting is that's a picture, I believe, even though it's funny, of what society would love to do with the real Jesus and the message of Christmas. You see, Jesus Christ really isn't just the center of the nativity. He's the centre of the whole season. And he's the centre, not just of the story of a baby born, but of that baby growing up and dying on a cross so that we could experience the gift of salvation. So we need to make sure that nobody's stealing baby Jesus from this church. I'm not talking about a plastic one in a nativity set that we can't put out the front because this is a school. If we had a building, we might do it. What I'm talking about is the real Jesus. Because why we celebrate today isn't because of a plastic set that we've made to give an image of what the first Christmas was like 2,000 years ago. The reason we're excited today is we've experienced that this Jesus that Christmas is about is very real he can save and he can put lives back together again if your life has been affected by the real Jesus would you give me a wave isn't that awesome every hand lifted represents a life that says because of God's only son Jesus my life is better it's changed it has hope It has peace and it has joy. So if we were allowed society to remove Jesus, all we would be left with is a meaningless festival where we don't even know why we're doing it. God forbid, let's keep Jesus the centre of our Christmas time. You see, if you remove Jesus you actually remove the gift that Jesus brought with him. Because we believe that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, was born in a manger 2,000 years ago, just like the carols declare, but that he grew to the fullness of a man. We know that the next day in the Christian calendar is Easter. And at Easter, we celebrate that Jesus loved us so much he would go to a cross that he didn't deserve to pay for the sin that belonged to us so that we could come back into relationship with God. I'm not saying leave Jesus in the manger because it ruins somebody's nativity set. What I'm saying is leave Jesus at the center of Christmas because if you don't, it will ruin people's lives. Because there's one who brings peace in the midst of chaos. There's one who brings joy in the midst of misery. And there's one who brings hope in the midst of hopelessness. It's not a religion, it's a person. Jesus Christ, born 2,000 years ago, died on a cross, rose from the dead, has promised one day he will return He beckons each and every person today to come into friendship and come in relationship with him. Through Jesus Christ alone, sin is forgiven. Peace does come. Hope can shine in the most hopeless horizons. The good news is, God isn't religious and he doesn't want us to be religious. Do you know how easy it is To put Jesus at the centre of your Christmas and the centre of your life. One simple prayer. One simple prayer that may not be eloquent, but just says at the core of it, Jesus, I believe in you this Christmas time. Will you come into, not the manger, but my heart? Will you forgive me my sin? Will you bring me into right relationship with God the Father? This Christmas, I put you in your proper place. So this Christmas, let's purpose that we're not going to let society, entertainment, and other things steal Christmas by stealing what Christmas is about. What is Christmas about? Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Born 2,000 years ago to save us do you know the last thing I really want to say is simply this have yourselves an incredible Christmas if you want to avoid disappointment don't make Christmas about how many chocolates are in the box how many family members may come or may not make the main thing the main thing Jesus Christ is the main thing. Do you know the good news about this message? Is that when the tinsel and the tree are packed away, I don't know when you pack yours away. Some people do it on Boxing Day. Some leave it out for a few weeks. But the good news of Jesus is when the tinsel of Christmas, the physical nativities are packed away again in the loft, he remains in the hearts of those who have received him. A common sticker you see on the back of a car these days simply says, don't forget, a dog is for life and not just for Christmas. I wanna play with the words a little bit and say, though that's true for all of those working with the RSPCA who experience abandoned dogs the other side of January, You could actually turn those words around and it would be a profound statement. Remember, God is for life, not just for Christmas. God bless you.